0: Okay, welcome back, everybody. We continue with Hilchas Kriya Sefer Torah, the reading of the Sefer Torah. We're finishing off today, Siman Kuf Mem Vov, uh, Seif Dalad, we're up to Seif Dalad, and question whether we need to stand or not for Kriya Sefer Torah. And then we move on to Hagbar and Galila, the lifting of the Sefer Torah at the end of the reading and the winding of it. And in, 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 in so doing, we learn some really critical laws about the Seva Torah itself. Okay, let's make a start, though, with the finishing Kufmen Vov, The Mechaba says, One does not need to stand, stand, <laughs> uh, and, and, um, at the time where one reads from the Torah. There are more ads, There are those that are stringent, and they do stand, um, and this was the practice of the Maharam. Siv Niyot Zion. says the Mishnah Bura, <laughs> one does not need to stand, even though standing around on the bima itself. The only need to stand in front of the Sefer Torah is when a person's carrying it. But when it's resting in its place, one does not need to uh, to stand, so I'm beresh Simon kufmem aleph. See Simon aleph. Having said that, um, the Mishnah bro is pointing out that specifically the one who's reading from the Sefer Torah and the the person called up to make the brachas they do need to stand. Um, and and although the Mishnah bro doesn't say it, the note number fifteen points out points out that the scan the Gabai. Uh, standing at the side of the Sefer Torah, he also needs to stand. So, uh, in effect, even if you happen to be on the Bimma, unless you're the Baal the person reading, the person making the brochas or the Sagan, the Gabai, you can sit down, within, even when the Sefer Torah is right in front of you. And even if somebody's holding it in their hands, could go and be'esha Torah. For example, they are holding it, but they're sitting down with it when the half Torah is being read, Yoshe Koma, since he's sitting in his place, another person does not need to stand uh, in front of it. Dishu note number sixteen, points out that an interesting halacha here: if im Safsal, if the Sefer Torah is resting or standing even um, on the bench. Or Kise, or on a chair, the They it's it, the chair or the, the bench is formed in a way where um, there are holes in it and the uh, the, the the arm the, the yadim of the the poles of the sevata uh, slot in there and held up that way. The Igris Moshe of Moshe Feinstein writes she mustabashat shat then in those, in that case one would need to stand verhosif shaaf imasevatora omed bishipua and even if it's um the savetora is at an angle mustabashat shat lamo it's all logical and makes sense that one would need to stand also a ledito osto lasoskein but according to him it's prohibited to do this and in fact i do know that um dian entroy's efforts are the the rosh av based in um was niftas not so long ago in in the uk he um found that there was a practice in one of the um regional synagogues in the uk where they were doing this they had um almost like a, a metal cage where they would rest the sefer torah when it wasn't being read from uh, he was very against this uh, but this practice and um and uh, told them they must hold the sefer torah when they're not reading from it um, however the dishu note number this dishu number 16 continues and, and points out that there are opinions that um, the Menchot for example uh, that they, they do explain this practice and give some rationale for it uh, but it generally um, perhaps is not the best thing to do it's much more preferable for somebody to hold the Seva Torah um, where one can if it's not being read from Anyway, back into the Mishnah Bura, he continues and says, Even if a person is sitting within four amos, within six to eight feet of that Seva Torah, still doesn't need to stand um, if, uh, if if, um, if the Seva Torah is being read from or you know, if it's, it's being um, um, held by someone um, sitting down. At the, the time that they are carrying it but when a person when it's being carried then a person when you're obligated to stand in front but it as de case until it as it were um, is not visible anymore it's literally hidden from one's eyes or actually or it's brought to its um, correct place where it normally resides i feel al even to um lean on something would be prohibited the ki that smicha um the leaning is like sitting now this question of whether leaning is acceptable or not we've seen this halacha a few times in different contexts for example leaning when it comes to davening the shimonah uh, esrei or um, um, and here the the leaning is specifically with regards to the reading of the Torah and the distinctions drawn that that uh, where it comes to reading from the Torah it's more stringent that one shouldn't lean at all and that is considered to be sitting because <coughs> um, of, out of awe what one should have for the Savior Torah um, <coughs> which is not the case um, necessarily where one davens where one shouldn't be leaning on a one should daven standing before Hashem but uh, the requirement isn't based on or, it's based on uh, the needs of tefillah. So <clears throat> that's why the, the halacha is different here, that those, da, those le- the balkura, for example, should really not lean at all when read from the Sefer Torah. <clears throat> um, a few Dishu notes to catch up on here, which are very interesting. Um, what about a Apostle Sefer Torah? Do you need to stand for a Apostle Sefer Torah? And that's Dishu note number 17. He explains... That the Oracha Shulchan brings one does not need to stand before a apostle saver Torah, but in the Shut Nodav Huda, the Nodav Huda writes that the kedusha saver Torah apostle who kedusha saver Torah kosher, that there is a sanctity of a saver Torah apostle akin to a uh, the kedusha the sanctity of a of a kosher Torah, and therefore one would stand even for apostle saver Torah. Um Chaim that satsal Paskins that um in terms of practical what to do ein um, ain he says even though um, essentially there is no obligation to stand mipne Savator apostle because in in front of a Torah apostle because the custom has been established to yes stand um in front of a apostle Torah, the Hora, Zamen, Orbach Zamen, Simile, that one would need to stand in front of a Apostle saver Torah. And interestingly, that that's often what happens on Simpos Torah, that all of these different Torah brought out, even the, the Apostle ones, and um, should be treated with a similar uh, sense of awe and respect, and um, one should certainly uh, stand when they pass by. Dishwit number 18. Issue number 18 um we said that a person is obligated to stand when it, when when the Savior is, in, when passes, is is being moved around the shore for example and he said that this obligation picking up the language of he wants higher to do this it was motion it was motion rights that the the need to stand when when um when a Kosher, certainly kosher's zayvat Torah, it's, it's moved around the shul. Um, it's mid arise It's biblical. shahari Makor hadin hu Now this is, this is really fascinating because we learn the the, the obligation and whether it's biblical or, or rabbinic, it doesn't really matter. That we learn the obligation from the fact, as Reb Moshe, um, that we, we we stand for a Talmud Chochem, because from a Kalvachoma, a, a, a fortiori if we stand for those who learn torah should it not be how much more so we stand for the torah itself um the also writes this um which is so so we learn that the obligation to stand in front of a safer torah is derived from the obligation to stand from a ta- for a Talmud Chochum, not the other way around. um fascinating. Going further then in the Mishnah Burah, Sifkotun Yud Ches, Ba'esha Kerim Torah, at the time where they read from the Torah, do we need to stand or not? So um, the, the the says we don't need to. Says the Mishnah Burah, What about when the words boruchu are said and the, and the phrase Baruch HaShem so he says, in <laughs> Evan agrees that at those for those points one would need to stand to it's a, it's a um a moment a sanctified moment as it were, a, a sanctified act, and therefore for that we stand um as we do for uh, Kaddish and for Gadusha, that those points we stand and so baruchu here too also we also stand. Yesh There are more told us there is a, an opinion that one is machme and We do stand when when we create the Torah. Kosov pri chodosh, the pri chodosh writes me'ikra that um, both the pri chodosh and the the Vilnogu, they say that the essential halacha is like the first position, the first opinion that they, it's not necessary to stand the chenogu, and this is generally the practice. Bach besimun. Kuf Mem Aleph Kosav, but the Bach writes in Simon Kuf Mem Aleph, the gammeher, ma, um, Maharam moda de Shori. Even the Maharam who would stand for Chutzotera would agree um, that uh, essentially it's permitted to sit. the Roy la that there's a, um, it's a it's a quality of and it's fitting to to do the, the best thing which is to stand. If they should the reason is that person should um, have awareness when he hears the, the reading of the Torah from the the Baal Korah. It's as if the Torah is being received at Har Sinai, and in order to get into that frame of mind, one should really stand and uh, listen with great attention. The hoyo called yisroben omdin. Um, at Hasina everyone was standing for, for the giving of the Torah, because the as the Apostlech says, I am standing between HaShem and between you, says Moshe. Somebody who is sort um, of a weak disposition and it's difficult for him to stand. And they don't have a sort of set, they're not, they're not, can't, um, concentrate or they're not at ease um, well enough uh, to the listening to the to the Yesh loli lay shave the shagas Ari says that then such a person should sit so it um, seems to be yesh for yesh those that do sit know to do sand stand um, and uh, but either way um, certainly you, you're not doing the wrong thing um, and um, so uh, the important thing is, is as we've seen a number of times is the importance of the awe and, and respect due to the Creator, of the Torah, through not talking, not, not learning Torah, and here, either by standing or pay, by paying great attention to each and every word. Chaf v'chein osa maharam, and so did the maharam. He would stand. Everyone would agree that between the call-ups, between each aliyah, um, everyone would agree that it's permitted to sit at those points. And with that, we conclude Kuf Mem Vov and start now Kuf Mem Zayin, where we'll learn about Galilas Sefer Torah, the laws of rolling, or, or it's um, Galilas Sefer Torah is in, uh, yeah, it actually encompasses both the hagbah the raising, and the and the winding of the Sefer Torah. Says the Shocheronorach, and we'll start. See if Aleph will finish it next time. let le'achos, but Sefer Torah orum below mat pachas. Well, it's prohibited to leave or to hold, rather, it's prohibited to hold a sefer Torah naked, as it were, without a covering. It, it can't. It needs to be have, have a um, a mantle around it. The Mishnah bruce says, "You prohibited to hold." That the That the strong language of the Gomorrah is that if someone were to hold a sefer Torah without any Covering a person's buried naked from this mitzvah. What does that mean? <laughs> they don't get rewarded for that mitzvah that they've performed. <clears throat> Even though they performed the mitzvah, uh, it, it was done when when the Sabah was uncovered, and therefore they are, they are they're not they are not covered by it in terms of getting a reward for it. Continuing Mr. Brahva the attention is if <laughs> It's held and read from and um th- then he does not re- he does not um does not get any reward for for the for the reading um, and similarly if he's holding it and rolling it or he's um checking it for mistakes Ba'ama and he's touched and it's just like um uh, uh, an ad hoc touching of it, Beodo through his hand, the sefer Torah, aruma. That also is osa. So when the, the um, even when the, when the sefer Torah is uncovered, is where one can, still cannot touch um, the the cloth, the parchment of the sefer Torah. But davka and all this is when there's no real need, specific need, to touch a sefer Torah. sorech the tikkun sefer Torah but if he it's being touched in order for the fixing of the sefer torah to sew it a little bit matlis or to perhaps stick a patch on it for some reason where it's impossible otherwise then it be permitted to do this when we call makhom tove the it's preferable that a person washes their hands first ein but if there is no definite need, even if he washed his hands, one should be particular not to touch the sefer Torah, kimo shemasayim haramor, as the haramor concludes. See if cotton base sefer Torah orume was considered a naked, uncovered sefer Torah. Im aliydei im lo aliydei beged hamastic unless they um unless they're touching it with uh, with interposition uh, of a, a cloth golima therefore when it's the time to wind up the sefer torah kriya before before each reading um or at the time when they're finishing the reading and they they do Hagbah. And then roll it up. That there, sometimes the um, the the, cluff, the parchment becomes um, unwound, and it needs to be wound up again. In order to to to, um, to straighten up the the parchment, People, the temptation is to touch the top part of the um, the the claff osam Osom Lemalo or Lemato to move it up up or down. Kadesh here order that it should be um um balanced and um, um straight. As as I then one should be very careful not to touch the Sabatora where with uncovered hands. One needs to have a, a cloth or something to um um the, the, to to help hold the the, the cloth. The parchment. Has hafsoghos talis. One needs to have the uh, a, 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 a talis, as it were, um, which would separate. Or mitpachas, or some other cloth. Lahafzik, ben Yodov, between his hands and the, the parchment of the HaSever Torah. Uba Amudeh When it comes to the the poles of the HaSever Torah, yocho below mitpachas, then one can hold the poles without... Uh those can be held directly without any kind of uh, interposition of a material. Brain Machmir Mahmirin and V sorry, Vyesh Machmirin, there are those who are stringent, U Korchin Amude has Savotorah, but Katsfos hatalis. They have, first they they only roll the roll the Sefotura when they have when um with the t- hands covered by a talus. Ubashashagboa and at the time when the Savotora is lift, lifted up. So there is a there is a there are people that are strict. However, but even a place where the minig is not to do that, um, and you'll you'll stand out uh, as, um, um, if you if you try to do that. Even if somebody wants to be particular about this, he should think carefully about it. He doesn't want to give the impression of haughtiness or you know being frummer than everybody else um so we should perhaps be careful about doing this in in a place where they don't don't do this back into there are more there are more says that the axiom there is an opinion im sharkis Kodish, that one follows this practice about not touching the the parchment for other um holy scrolls however the Ramor adds velo the the is not to do this and he adds, im lo yadov." it's good to be stringent if he hasn't washed his hands to to um to not therefore not such, a, such a, in other words um Kodesh that are written on um novi for example that's written on klaf one should ideally wash one's hands but if you want to touch the the Klaff, one should have washed one's hands first Usa torah and when it comes though, to a Sefer torah even if you have washed your hands, it's still also we said before. Also, to touch a Sefer Torah with, with um, even if you wash your hands, if, you're, if they're not your hands aren't covered, you have some cloth or something that's uh, that, that's forming a barrier between your hands and the, and the, the, the parchment of the Sefer Torah. Let's then finish the the Mishnah Bruh on this. Sif cotton Gimel, Sha'ar Kitzvik the other types of um, holy scrolls. Tadavka, shekasuvim. Ashuris, we're talking about when they are written in the Ashuris script, like the script that's written in the Sefer Torah. Alaklaf, on parchment. Ubedayo, with ink. Kasefer Torah, just like a Sefer Torah. Aval, Sforim Shalonu, but our books, books that we generally use. She'ain, Nechtovim, but Ufenzer, that they are not written in this way. They're printed, they're printed on paper, not on parchment, etc. Then, according to everyone that's permitted to touch Sforim, our Sforim, even before washing one's hands. This is, um, the, we can do this, though, is specifically where we we have what's called Stam Yudayim, that uh, the presumption is our hands are clean. Aval But if you know for sure that they've touched an unclean place, a part of your body that's normally covered, uh, where you scratch your head or you put your shoes on, then then there is an opinion to be stringent and um, then to wash one's hands, really, even before touching um, um, uh, our types of Sphorium. And finally then, Ramal told us, the practice is not to... um, one can touch uh other other uh, Kisfei Kodesh uh, that are written on Claf. Sivkod and Dalit, but the Nohu Kane, we're not custom that way. Hainu, af Osunch Kosuvin Ashuris, even though even though if they're written in the Ashuras script, Alaklaf and written on parchment couldn't could go magilla. for example, magilla Megilla Sesta, Gamke Noagu, Ha Oilom, La the we are particular and we're we're maker, we're lenient on this di um, concludes to preserve tomir um it, it actually is good to be stringent in lo if a person hasn't washed their hands meaning um, they are the presumption is they're clean, but we don 't know it's just a presumption then maybe we're concerned that he has touched in a place which is normally covered and and the hands are dirty but if a person um, Washes his hands. was there, one doesn't need to be stringent, um, therefore, about touching uh, other Sifrei Kodesh. Uh, and when it comes to Savior Torah, um, and as we said, even with a sevatora, uh, if he's washed his hands, one can never touch a uh, unless one has a, a cloth that in, interposes between one's hands and the sevatora itself. Okay, we'll stop there. Up to Steve Hay. Thank you all for joining. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe. In so doing, uh, it will prompt, it will come up on your feed and you'll be prompted to the next Dushu Mishnah Um and also prompt other people as well. So um, thank you for joining and don't forget to subscribe. Have a great day.